This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 41 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to be talking about the ways to overcome your fear of live broadcasting. And if you haven't noticed, so far recently on the podcast, we've really been focusing on this idea of live broadcasting. I personally believe that it is definitely a way to get video into your content if you're not already creating it. So today we're really going to hone in on the ways to overcome those fears. And if you have listened to the podcast at all, you probably remember me talking about the growth mindset that a blogger needs to have. That was back in episode 38. I really talked about this specific way that you have to think about your business and the way that you need to approach it. I talked about this whole idea of having, looking at a glass as half empty or half full. Which way do you look at it? Well, in order to survive an online business, you have to be looking at that glass as half full and being able to find ways to grow and continue to find opportunities from it. So with live broadcasting, it works exactly the same way. You have to have a specific mindset in order to be able to go through and do live broadcasting. You have to look at it like you want to almost like pulling a bandaid off. My eight-year-old has a tendency that anytime she puts on a bandaid, that it's going to be the end of the world. She hates that anxiety that she gets right before you rip it off and it kind of hurts just for a second, but then you dive into it and you feel so much better and it's fine, right? Well, it's the same way that you look want to look at live broadcasting. You have to quickly just rip that band-aid off, make yourself uncomfortable for a couple minutes so that you can get used to it. And I'm telling you, it will be worth it. With ripping that band-aid off, there are going to definitely be times, we talked about this back in episode 40, where you're going to see that eyeball that's watching you on Facebook Live and it's going to blimp in and out. You're going to see two, you may see no one, and that's okay. You just have to go through it with the approach of you're going to give your quality content. So many of us, I think, are seeing the trend that you need to have video. So if you're a food blogger, you're probably trying to really start to understand how to do tasty style videos. But if that's not your wheelhouse, which for me, it takes so long to edit. So for someone that it may take five hours to edit a tasty style video, it's going to take me at least 10 hours. And for a mom with two kids, that is just a difficult way to try to take up time for my day. So in order to make it so that I can still have video content on my site, live broadcasting has been an amazing tool. In upcoming episodes, we're going to be talking about all the different ways that you can reuse and recycle it so that it's not just meant for Facebook or it's not just meant for Instagram. You can repurpose it and we'll dive more into that in a later episode. But for today, I really want you to understand that if you're trying to get video incorporated into your business, then this is a great way to do it. But you have to just dive in get comfortable, start to feel probably uncomfortable in the first couple times. But as you go to do it, 
like anything else, when it's something new, you will get used to it. Now, if you were someone that was already on Periscope back when Periscope was really popular, or you've started doing Instagram stories, this may not be something that you're uncomfortable with. So we're going to continue this series of thinking about how to really develop your live broadcasting skills and the things that you should incorporate. Be sure that if you are somewhat comfortable in front of the live broadcasting idea to go back and listen to episode 40, where we talked about the structure of what a Facebook live should look like. This will really give you a good outline to get you started so that if you are comfortable, you can just dive in. Okay, so some other of the ways besides mindset in which we can really make sure that we are continuing to try out live broadcasting. One of the best things that I heard recently, I was at Black Lake University here in Charlotte, which is a local conference. We were talking about this whole idea of having a tribe. And I cannot emphasize the fact of how important a tribe really is. A lot of people will say to me, oh, well, I sure I'm on some couple, you know, I'm in a couple Facebook groups. We do some sharing. That's a tribe, right? That's a tribe, but there's certain, there's different types of tribes. There's tribes where you are using it more for like personal, where you're using it for business, but you're looking for more of the emotional support, that whole feeling of all the different aspects of your business. There are also some groups where it can be seen as a tribe like Facebook, where you might be doing like a sharing thread for Pinterest or for Twitter. Those are tribes. But for Facebook Live, one of the great things that you can actually do is get an accountability partner. So you can find an accountability partner just you're looking for someone that's within your niche. You don't want it to necessarily to be that if you're a food blogger to go over and be working with a craft blogger, because if you're going to look to continue this, you're going to share each other's content possibly, and that may not be a good fit unless, of course, you're both a lifestyle site. So for this, I want you to try to find an accountability partner that Anytime you go live, maybe you can say to them, hey, listen, I'm going live. I would love for you to come over and just kind of listen in and see what I have going on. Now, what I didn't tell you is part of what I have been focusing on in the membership site, which you've been hearing is on sponsoring the, the podcast, Mastering Your Influence membership site. We have created accountability partners within the membership site because we knew that the people that were within that group are looking to increase their live broadcasting. So what better way to not find, to find people that are at the same level as you within your niche and looking to grow your, their business the same way. But if you're not part of our membership site, Right now, we are running a 14-day free trial for all listeners of the podcast so that if you would like to join in, you definitely can. But there are also other ways that you can find accountability partners. Look in those Facebook groups that you're already part of. Maybe you're sharing Pinterest um, pins or maybe you're sharing tweets or something of that nature. So you can always look in to those groups that you're already part of to see if you can find an accountability partner. And when you find your accountability partner, you're looking to possibly just committing to hopping on for five minutes in exchange for them doing the same thing for you. So you would let each other know when you're going to be going live and then you're trying to make sure that you kind of schedule it so that they're available to go live at the same time, which means that you need to pay attention to what coast you're on because it can often be difficult when one or the other is three hours behind or ahead. So with this, 
you're just committing to kind of being the support there. So when you get on live, you feel like you're talking to someone and you know who that person is. It's your accountability partner. The great thing about this is you don't just need one. You can have more than one accountability partner that will hop on and kind of give you support, be able to ask you questions, engage with you. Whatever it is that you need in order to feel like you are successful with your live broadcasting. What I would want you to do is to be able to just go into a Facebook group, put something up, um, put a post into one of the Facebook groups that you're in and just say, hey, listen, I'm looking for an accountability partner for doing Facebook lives. If you're in, put I'm in in the comments and then you can go through and commit to at least one person in that group to get involved with and have that person that is going to be a part of it. Now, if you're not comfortable and you're not really sure of the people that are in those Facebook groups that you that you belong to, you can also just reach out to a blogger friend that you rely on. A lot of times on the online world, you should definitely, I highly recommend that you find someone that you feel like you can rely on. Someone who's going to understand the crazy world that we live in online. So if you have that blogger friend, I would definitely talk to them about this. Maybe you can push them into the deep end of the pool and have them start live broadcasting as well. Another person to reach out to would be your best friend that may not be a blogger. That is your avatar. So a lot of times if you've heard me talk about your avatar, I always say that your avatar should be you probably two years ago, as well as your best friend. That best friend is the perfect person to ask to be like, hey, listen, I'm going to be live broadcasting. I'd love it if you could just kind of jump in, leave me some comments, maybe some engagement, just get them to do the things that a best friend would want to do just to support you on your business. Now, one of the things that I, one of the things I hear from people often is that if they're not doing an interview with someone or they're not getting on to talk about blogging, it can often be difficult to continue that topic. So they feel like they're just themselves, they're cooking, but they're finding like they're finding it difficult to continue the conversation with their audience and they kind of feel funny as if they're just talking to themselves. One of the things that I did very early on over on the Melrose family is I used a crutch and my crutch was my four-year-old. I've done it with both of my girls before, but my four-year-old is the easiest crutch to use because what that ends up turning into is a live broadcast just isn't about the craft or the recipe. The live broadcast is also about my relationship with my four-year-old. And a lot of times people will watch in just to see the parenting that's going on, to see how am I answering her crazy antics? How am I handling her yelling at the camera and then making crazy noises? They want to see that authenticity. And anytime you can bring someone else in with you as a crutch, it's just going to make it much easier. So if your husband is comfortable in front of the camera, get him to jump on with you. Sometimes those are my favorite ones. One of the students at my membership site, Shelly from my art for my table, actually had her husband come on recently on one of her live broadcasts. And it was by far one of my favorite broadcasts because I got to see the, their relationship. She was much more relaxed. I could tell she wasn't focusing so much on the people that were watching. She was more focused on creating that recipe, but also with the relationship with them, going back and forth with her husband. So if you can have a significant other that you could ask to do a live broadcast with that you think it would be interesting, I would definitely do that. If you have kids like myself and you think that they could handle it or maybe they can't handle it, but that would make it interesting, 
then have them be your crutch. Get them involved. Have them be a part of it and just be part of the regular show. That's honestly what has happened over in the Melrose family. Every time I am working with a brand and I'm going to pitch the idea of creating a recipe, I am letting them know I'm looking to do this with my four-year-old. So it's not just going to be focused on the product or the recipe. It's going to also be focused on that relationship that I have with my daughter. Um, another great way to do this, as far as when you're first starting out for creating your Facebook Lives or your live broadcasts, is to actually start in a small, closed Facebook group if you have one. So one of the first things that I did for the Melrose family, as well as Jenny Melrose, is I created closed Facebook groups that were very specific as far as the content that I was going to be sharing in them. And the purpose for creating that closed Facebook group was so that I could get an audience that was interested in the content that I was looking to share. I didn't want a huge population where it was just my Facebook page. I needed to really understand what it was that my audience wanted. So I created a closed Facebook group where they had to request to join, which let Facebook know that they were obviously interested in my content and made it so that they were definitely a huge part of that community. So when I first started live broadcasting, I did it into the closed Facebook group because I wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted to feel like the people that are in this group know me, they are trying to understand my content a little bit better and they want to be there. So it wasn't like I was pushing myself out onto the Melrose family where it had 73,000 fans at the time or Jenny Melrose where there's over a thousand. So it really made it very specific and made me so much more comfortable. And I felt like the mistakes that I was going to make in live broadcasting, it was okay because I, it was in a much smaller group. It wasn't thousands of people. Those groups are smaller. They range, probably when I first started live broadcasting, the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group that is now part of this podcast that you can request to join was much smaller. It was probably under 500 people. So that Facebook group obviously now has grown to almost 5,000. And if you are listening and a routine listener, I would love for you to join that Facebook group. You can actually just go to JennyMelrose.com and up in the top right-hand corner, there's a button for community that you can request to join the Facebook group. But I started in that Facebook group, like I said, because it was much smaller. I felt like if I made a mistake, they weren't going to get upset with me. They were going to understand and they were going to like me probably more because of it, because it shows that I'm authentic shows that everything I'm not doing that I do is not perfect, which many of you, of course, know from following along on my Facebook lives that I now do on the Jenny Melrose page, that it really quite doesn't matter to me. It's just authenticity is what I am looking for. So now with that being said, I do want to make sure that you understand that if you broadcast into a closed Facebook group, if it gets shared, it will not be seen by everyone because they don't have access to that community unless they request to join. So if that is what you're looking for, is if you're looking to get more eyeballs on it, or if you're to a point where you're ready for those live broadcasts to get to go viral and to be seen by tons of people, you want to start doing it onto your Facebook page, not into a group. So the group is meant for practicing and really when in the very beginning to start to feel comfortable, it's a great way to use it. As you become more confident with your Facebook lives, you want to make sure that you're going from your page. Now, that way, if it gets shared by anyone that's watching, it can other people will be able to see it. 
but also it lets Facebook understand more about your audience. So with your Facebook page, you're able to use Facebook ads. You should have a pixel, right, that you have on your site. Everyone's shaking their head. Yes, I have that. I have that. If you don't, you need to make sure that you have your Facebook pixel installed on your website. But it gives Facebook an opportunity to understand more about your audience when you do a live broadcast from your page. They can tell how long your audience has been watching. What are they interested in? Is there a particular content that they're interested in? And it just gives you more information so that if if you're looking to try to figure out what day of the week and what time would be best, you can use the data that Facebook provides through your page. Your page, you get insights where it will actually tell you when the most popular time of day it is for you to go live or for you to create a post. And you really want to make sure that you're paying attention to that. So with that, you'll be able to see you know, is there a day of the week that you should be going live each week so that you can create that consistent show that I've talked about in the past. In upcoming weeks, we're going to continue talking about live broadcasting. But what we are going to do is next week, I'm really excited to share with you an event that I am going to be putting on for my for my podcast listeners, as well as people that are in my Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook group. And that live event will be online. It'll be a five-day live event that I'm super, super excited about. So be sure to listen in next week and sign up so that you can take advantage of all that the training will consist of. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to share the podcast. I asked, started asking probably about three weeks ago if the, you knew someone that would benefit from the podcast, any of the trainings that I have done, that you would share that podcast episode with a friend. And since then, the downloads are tripling. So I really, really appreciate you so much for taking the time to do that. It means the world to me when my audience that is listening finds value, but also when they find enough value to share it with someone else is when I know that I really have succeeded in what I was trying to accomplish with that episode. So thank you so much for taking the time to share it with your blogging friends and people that you know, maybe your audience on Facebook or Twitter. Be sure that you're tagging me because I'd love to be able to come over and answer any questions that you have. Like I talked about earlier, if you're not part of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community, please make sure to request access to join. We also love when you guys leave reviews on iTunes. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Okay, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.